0: Hi, my name is Josh Hanabury, and welcome to the Truck Focus Podcast. At the Truck Focus Podcast, our mission is simple. I want to connect transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. Over the last decade, I've been fortunate to connect with several transportation industry leaders that have had a positive impact on my life, and I look forward to connecting them with you. Friends in the industry. So, in today's episode, I'm super excited to have Zach Miller, head of media and business development with Stream, a media publication of trucktractortrailer.com, join the podcast. So, during our conversation, Zach walks us through his journey in the transportation industry as he started out as a young age helping his father's law business with paperwork and various tasks. Since then, Zach has been involved in launching New York Truckstop.com, New York Truckstop Radio, and now with Stream. So, a huge takeaway from our conversation today is Zach dives into the different opportunities in the industry and why now is a great time to get involved. So I highly recommend that you check out the stream platform by visiting trucktractortailer.com or hop onto YouTube and do a quick search. I've also included the links in the show notes. So if this is the first time you've ever checked out a Truck focused podcast, I really welcome you to our community and I'm super excited that you're here. But I also want to give a huge shout out to our dedicated community and listeners. And again, thank you so much. So make sure that you like this episode and share it out to subscribe to the platform that you're listening on. So I look forward to the impact this conversation is going to have. Let's get to it. Zach, uh, super jacked for a conversation today. First off, welcome to the Truck Focus podcast. Also, thank you for having me on stream. That was a really good experience. And yeah, really excited just to kind of navigate who is Zach Miller and stream trucktractortrailer.com. There's lots of good stuff. But yeah, welcome on, man. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I certainly appreciate your appearance on stream. That's a, that's a dangerous question though. Who is Zach Miller? I think, uh, spent a lot of money on therapy to try to figure out that answer, but, uh, but you know what? Hey, let's try it. Let's, let's see if we could, uh, figure that one out in half an hour here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll peel back the onion slowly. Exactly. I just asked no crying publicly and, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'll uh, just
1: just turn the camera off, you know, when when the tears
0: come. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a glitch. It's not a glitch. (laughs) It's funny. So, yeah, okay, well, years of therapy, years of (laughs) self-discovery. Who is Zach Miller? But also walk us through just,
1: yeah, your journey in the transportation industry. So I sort of grew up in transportation. So my father is a lawyer uh, in New York City. He's a uh, traffic and, and trucking lawyer. So most of his clients, most of his big ticket clients are trucking companies. Um, and he hands all sorts of, you know fines, fees, regulations, you know, any sort of problems that they have. Um, so in high school and in college, um, my job was to get his paperwork in order, you know, calendar invoicing. um he does he did a lot of parking tickets at the time, so I would organize that. Um, and so just reading that is is how I got a familiarity with sort of the issues that trucking companies have. In, in a dense metro area, uh, such as New York City. Um, graduated college, worked in the energy field for four, four or five years, um, and, and kind of circled back to it because my dad was really sort of dismayed about how there's so much going on that affects his clients. And he didn't really have the wherewithal to relay that information to them. Um, my job, one of my jobs in the energy uh, sector was to produce a monthly newsletter. For uh, for oil traders, and um, and 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 he said, I I'd love to do something like that for my clients. And I said, Well, I can't. You know, I I know how difficult it is for you to get paid. You know, for your legal work. I'm not sure trucking firms are really signing up for a monthly newsletter. But you know, this is where the internet started to change. At this point, you know, blogging became really popular around this time. And I said, You know, we we could set up a blog, um, and and see how that goes. So we set up uh, NewYorkTruckStop.com. It it took a while for us to really catch on, but we did. Um, And there are people in in the industry, particularly in the metro area, who really do enjoy reading the blog and get valuable information from there. Um, From there, a local radio station in New York City um, found us and and brought us on to do a weekly radio show slash podcast. So that's how I got into radio podcasting. Um, and, and, And this was all part of the the transportation journey. So this was, uh, I want to say about a six year, maybe I think it was eight years fully. I think we spent two years sort of, uh, building out the idea for the website and sort of building up a backlog so that when it went live, we'd have, you know, more than one or two articles on there. Um, and then, you know, where we are today, where we just crank out, I mean, I, you know, I, I crank out an article in in my off time and, and have it posted. And, uh, And yeah. And so, so that was the beginning of it. And I will also say, you know, before we get into, because it does lead into how I I joined truck But I will also say that through um, that, I became very involved with the Trucking Association of New York. um, And I do a lot of work with them. I'm currently one of on the board of directors, which is a, a huge honor. Uh, for me, so so that really, you know, building up this this website and media platform and and doing work with the trucking association was really, you know, um, the big parts of my transportation journey, so to speak.
0: Powerful, powerful. You're, uh, you, I'm assuming you're familiar with Gary V. Your um,
1: no, wait, what?
0: You no, I don't it. think so. Your story, literally, his is wine and liquor.
1: Yours that is obviously. So- that sounds so familiar. Why do I get the feeling he actually had a show on the same radio station as we did? Well, he's
0: from, yeah, he's from your uh, your area. And I, he's, uh, yeah, he owns, uh, oh, shucks. Well, he started, his, his family owns a liquor store and he basically did what you did. I was in high school and I was helping run the family business. I was helping with this. I was helping with that. And then he, he went. Before anyone else, like you have, he went, he started Wine TV or Wine Library TV on YouTube when YouTube was a what? And then he started writing. He started doing all these things. But yeah, now he's, he's pretty big time just in different areas. So your story is really why I brought that up because I'm like, man, that is so cool because you're seeing the future. And that's obviously like when Internet obviously became a thing. And are people mm-hmm. actually going to sign up for this? Are people actually going to contribute this? And look where you are today. Board of the directors. In, it's a New York Trekking Association, correct? Yeah, it's Trucking Association of New York. All right. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay, backwards. So that's super yeah. cool. Obviously, shout out to trucktractortrailer.com and the fact that Stream came into play, which we'll go to next. But it's a really cool story. And I think that's really different than a lot of people, I would say, entering our industry. So it's nice to see this. Yeah, you're uh, you're really bootstrap grassroots
1: kind of guy, but also you have a long history of knowledge in the industry. So that's really cool. I do, thank you. I I'm almost positive, like, Gary did have a show on our station, and I'm also pretty sure that one of his family's liquor stores is in a a shopping center near a stop-and-shop near my parents' house. I'm almost positive. I'm going to double-check that one when, when we get off, but this all sounds very familiar to me. Amazing. So the New uh, the NewYorkTruckStop.com, that's still active? It is still active, yes. Yeah. So I run that in addition to uh what I do with trucktractortrailer.com but most of my time is spent on trucktractortrailer.com uh thankfully with with New York Truck Stop we got into such a groove where it doesn't take up a whole lot of of my day and I could do it at off hours um but it was that that radio show podcast that brought me to John Gilley, the CEO of trucktractortrailer.com's radar uh he started listening to the podcast he really liked it um he wanted to do some, you know, in-house media for trucktractortrailer.com. And so he, we actually had him on a guest uh, on one episode of the podcast. And it, it's so funny when, you know, how things sort of build. I, at, when he first started talking, I thought, oh, cool. We'll have you on like once a month, uh, New York Truck Stop radio. And, you know, like it'll be a, a segment every month. Um, but then we started talking about what his vision really was and, and what he wanted to do with trucktractortrailer.com. and i was like that's so cool uh i love it i love e-commerce i always wanted to expand new york truckstop.com to an e-commerce platform but you know didn't have the finances or the wherewithal really to do that so the more we started talking the more i said yeah let me we'll build this stream inside of trucktractortrailer.com. it'll be the in-house media um you know to to, to educate and entertain and, and talk about the industry and 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 pretty much any topic we want because logistics is anything really, um, and 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 so we started doing that about a year. We're not quite at the year anniversary, but but we're getting there. It's about awesome. I, I think ten months at this point.
0: Yeah, incredible. Yeah, shout out to John too. Super good guy. And I first connected was I don't remember if it was with yourself or with Alan first, but um, through Fleet Group that platform actually it was. I, almost at the same time i know our introduction emails up well in, in the same breath so really cool story <laughs> it
1: nice. was and I, but that's another thing i love about the industry how it how it's so tight-knit like that and how you know everybody kind of knows everybody and and is willing to help everybody too it's a very it, it's so interesting and and this kind of goes back to to what i was saying with the trucking association where you you know you know in in trade groups, um, things can get a little territorial at times because, pe- and look, it's business. People need to protect their business. They need to protect their assets. We all get that. But what I find so interesting about this industry, and of course that exists, but there's also, I think, a greater willingness to help out your competitor or to, to you know, to help someone out in need. Um, it's, it's a very charitable organization. Uh, you know, I, I think in all the best ways, uh, industry. Yes, I think yes. in all the best ways possible, and it really is just such a, an honor to be part of it. Um, but it's so funny you mentioned Fleet Group because I was just thinking about Tim recently. Just like, oh, I, I need to have him on stream again. I want to talk cybersecurity. Like that, I literally had a note to talk cybersecurity with Tim. So, um, so thanks for that reminder. Appreciate That's it. Awesome.
0: The uh, I'm actually making a note right now too. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Tim too, man. I, I love it. And you're right, though. I think. So if, if I'm in the position of a supplier, a carrier, a driver, my ultimate goal is to serve as a customer. And mm-hmm. sometimes that means having a strategic partner who does exactly what I do because I can't do it. Sorry, all my trucks are tied up and this truck's in the shop and this this driver, he has a maternity leave. Okay, but the customer still needs to get serviced. Who do you help? Okay, well, let me call my friend over at so-and-so trucking. Or it could be the same in the, the realm of mechanics, parts, supplies. Like there's Yeah, there's just a lot there where I'm glad to, that you highlighted that. I think that's really cool
1: yeah exactly that's exactly it that's exactly how it works
0: yeah so where do people go um we mentioned truck tractor trailer we mentioned stream where do people go first off before we dive into the platform to if they wanted to check it out they wanted to listen to our episode which obviously i'm going to link in our show notes but where do people visit
1: so you could uh two spots you could go to youtube directly and at the stream channel and and please be sure to subscribe if you do uh, or you could just go to trucktractortrailer.com there's a section on the website called fast lane that's our blog and all our videos are are hosted there on Fastlane. So you can check them out uh, that way. And certainly if you're, you know, if you're just wanna, ch- you know, you you like this banter, you want to just check out the podcast, maybe go to, to YouTube. But if you're actually interested in buying or selling a truck or trailer, um, go to trucktractortrailer.com. You can listen to the podcast and then you can go browse our inventory and have have yourself a nice little afternoon. Yes,
0: totally. Yeah. And I'm so when I spoke to Alan the first time he made it, uh, he did a really good job, I'd say, creating clarity on the vision, but also from the service offering and the fact that it is a one stop shop, the fact Mm -hmm. that you're not limited by distance, you're not limited by funds in the moment. And he shared a story even of an owner operator that was able to, he broke down his truck was kaput's he was in a motel and he was able to buy a replacement truck through the platform. I think it was within three days. So yeah. I'm an advocate and I've been sharing We're I think month three now, where we include the uh, truck tractor trailer in our newsletter. And I try and, yeah, if I see you're sharing stuff or Alan sharing stuff, I try and recirculate it too, because you're, it's a game changer. And I think as just our world continues to adapt to tech, to e-commerce to just yeah, different models and trust it's just going to be more and more of the heartbeat really of that purchase and the trust in that. So go ahead.
1: I totally agree. And, and, and that's what I like about it so much. And and I think it it is, um, I, I, and we don't really look at it as a replacement necessarily. We look at it as an enhancement. So, you know, if, if you're a dealer, it's, it's an enhancement for your dealership. If you're a fleet, it's an enhancement for your fleet. It's not about replacing anything. It's about making life easier. And, and, and certainly because you, you know, as the seller, you have to remember, we built this with the buyer in mind, as you said, it's one-stop shop. So the buyer needs financing. It's there. The buyer needs a warranty, an inspection insurance. As you even said, we have a delivery partner. We'll deliver it to you. So you don't, you know, if you're, if you're in Maine and you're buying a truck in Texas, you don't have to get on a flight. We will, we will bring that truck all the way to you in Maine. And it's all there on the platform. So it's, it, it, it's, so user friendly, it's so buyer friendly that for a seller to say, you know what, this is just an easy way for us to liquidate our inventory, and we could, if we, if you know, we could list it anywhere else. We, you know, we could list it with competitors. That's fine. It, it's just you know, we believe in the platform and, and we believe in the the customer experience. And and you know, to your point, the story Alan told. You know, we're having repeat customers and we're having references. So maybe that customer is really satisfied. Is not in the market for something new right now, but has a body and says, "You know, go check out trucktractortrailer dot com." Um, we're, we're we're recording towards the end of February. We've had a couple of sales in February that were that that were referential. It was really really cool to see. It's
0: powerful. Yeah. Well, it is that the uh, people do business with those they know, they like, and they trust, and that's the fastest way is word of mouth referral. Is to say, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my success story should be your success story. And I know you exactly what you need and I know exactly where you can find it. So yeah, I think just, the team itself really builds that culture too. I think that's something that you need to, you as a person and as a professional, obviously, but the team needs to get credit for the fact that you're very consistent on showing up, very consistent on having high energy, but you also have the right answers. You understand the marketplace, you understand the tech behind it. So I think there's a lot of reasons to trust the platform. Then that's honestly like, I remember the first time someone wanted to buy something on eBay, you're like, ooh, are you sure? And it cost you 15 bucks. It's just like, yeah, okay. You build trust. Obviously, there's Amazon. There's enough, like, for just a normal person buying something that doesn't cost very much. Big ticket price, obviously, it's a little. Mm, so trust is key. But the fact that you have so many, well, you need that. Okay, here it is. Oh, you need that too. No
1: problem. Here it is. I think just overall the platform, I'm I'm a huge advocate for it. Oh, thank you, and we really appreciate that. And it's such a fantastic team. And and you know, I think it, it's so interesting because we're 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 digital only. Um, so you know Alan, John, and I do live near each other. so Alan, John and I have have met up in person uh, time to time, but but generally, you know, the rest of the team is so uh, scattered across the, the US. And yeah, you know, that just makes it incumbent on us to build that chemistry and build that camaraderie because it's not going to happen naturally. We have to go ahead and do it. and I, and I think to your point, that, that that makes us so much better. That makes the platform so much better that it, it, it's easier for us to build trust. With other people, Um, and 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 I think you know to the second part of your point, I I think it's time we kind of take "never" out of the vernacular because I, I, you know, when when you were saying that with with eBay, I had that that image, and I'm sure you've seen it that meme where it was, you know, oh, growing up, your parents told you don't get into a car with a stranger, and now it's like you're on your phone ordering a stranger to come and pick you up, and it's just like the, the digital it changed everything. Yes. And, and, and we have to adjust to that. Yes. Hey,
0: Josh here. Just a quick interruption for our interview because I really want to highlight the importance of subscribing to stream on YouTube. So as Zach interviews some incredible industry leaders, so the link to their YouTube channel is in the show notes. So make sure that you go subscribe right away. Let's get back to the interview. Yeah, I agree. I was listening to, well, I was in a conversation and then part of it, I think, was Elon Musk. They were elaborating on So I listened to a little bit of him and there's a couple other people talking, but they were talking about the progression of tech and how it started. Like the biggest thing was our thumbs. Yeah. So you went from a keyboard to an iPhone or an, an Android, or if you have an Android, I'm sorry to hear that I'm an iPhone user, but <laughs> you go from your thumbs and then from your thumbs, it's like, okay, what's next? Well, it's was voice. Now you have Siri, you have, uh, uh, shucks, I forget the other girl's name, sorry. Alexa. Alexa, there you go. So you went from that and then it's like, okay, well, what's next? Okay, well, now you went visual. So they're doing obviously the Google smart glasses, there's virtual reality contact lenses that are coming Mm -hmm. to play. And then they were talking about, okay, well, what's next? And then it's thought. And it's, so they gave the description of you walked home. So I, I work a long day. I go home. By the time I'm home, my house knows what I want before I know what I want. My door knows that, okay. By the time you enter this door, my fridge is going to have this and my TV is going to be on this. And it's like, okay. And that's just one small example. So you, you flip that to purchasing and it's like, well, I don't know what color seats that I want, but deep down your subconscious does. So once you start connecting that, it's like, man, but you're right. Taking, why I say that anyway, is to take never out of the equation, to take that old, we've always done it this way, pen and paper out of the equation and say, no, no, no. Like there's so much more opportunity and you can do it way faster. And it's just, yeah. I think people start, through the pandemic, people, I think, value time a lot more. Yes, yes. And it's like, oh, I don't have that X amount of time commute to and from. Okay. So you're able to literally do more. So it's just, it's kind of the same approach. But anyway, I, I'm a big fan. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So what, uh, one thing, is, so I noticed it before we hopped on, so obviously watched some of your episodes on stream. I noticed it during and since and now, but what would you say is a huge driving factor for your enthusiasm for the industry?
1: Well, I, I think th- there are a couple of things I, I, and, and, and understand, you know for for your audience. Um, in in New York City, um, it is not a very well respected industry. Um, there are legitimate um, people who just flat out hate trucks and are just nasty and 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 put crap on social media that's abhorrent. Um, but generally too, the streets are very small. New Yorkers are in a rush. You're stuck behind the truck. You get upset. You know, a truck is blocking you, you get upset. It, you know, w- understandable human frustrations. But to me, you know, I understood very early on that everything we have comes via truck, how hardworking the truck drivers are. And then, you know, through through my dad, how running a company is really difficult. Um, so I always had that, I had that sort of built-in respect for the industry. But then you see things like the rise in e-commerce and how it becomes even more important. and you see things like supply chain shortages and how it becomes even more important. And it's just so cool to be a part, a small part, mind you, but just a part of that. Um, and it's I think it's an industry it's just you know moving things and and providing things and and building. it's just like like we said earlier, logistics can really mean anything. Um, and e-commerce can really mean anything and 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 to be at the forefront of that, Is just so cool and it's so exciting. And it's just like, um, you know, you have what it go, you know, it it used to be a horse and buggy and and now we're at trucks and who knows, we'll have like electronic and autonomous and whatever's coming. But it's just like this progression of no matter what, no matter what changes, this is how things move across the nation. And, and like, why wouldn't you want to be a part of that?
0: Agreed. Yeah. Well, with that point, then what encouragement would you give to those? Maybe they're looking for a second career and they're looking at this supply chain. What the heck is supply chain? What encouragement would you give with that focus then knowing that things are evolving, knowing that there's obviously various opportunities, but yeah, what's something that you would tell people, Hey, you need to consider this and this is a great place to be. I think that
1: um, certainly if you um, maybe you lost your job due to the pandemic or maybe you lost the sort of will to do that particular job uh, during the pandemic. I, th- I think, you know, trucking is something that, you know, it's important and, you know, at the end of the day, the job is done. Right. You know, the load was dropped off. It's done. It's it's moving to where it needs to go. You can go home and and take pride in that. Um, you know, I, I know that one of the big initiatives what we have as an industry is to get more women involved as drivers, uh, management there, there are women and that's fantastic. Uh, and they do a great, you know, job running organizations and companies, but we do need to see more women drivers. Um, and we've seen that it's a nice career change for women. Um, especially if they have a kid and maybe their job is not as accommodating to their, their childcare needs. Um, Truck. It's not so much that it's, it's super flexible, but you can have that conversation, and you can have set hours and set routes, and, and especially if you're if you're going to stay local, um, which which I imagine many women would prefer not to go over the road and, and do this local driving. There's so much less mile going on. I mean, it's 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 exploding. So it's just like, hey, you know, um, women tend to be safer drivers than men anyway. W- women tend to um, you know pass the test um, first time anyway. Um, you could you could take a course. Um, it won't break the bank. Um, in fact, many times the company will even underwrite it for you. So you could have a the the course and the job waiting for you if if you're interested in that. Um, and you could be home every day. In fact, you could even you know it starts early, but it also ends early. So you could be done with your shift and pick up your kid from school. Um, it's a really good opportunity for that. And I will also say that's a career change. For people in high school now, in in the United States, we're seeing this massive shift where all of a sudden, you know, it was you you had to be twenty one to get a CDL, and now states and the federal government are like, mm, maybe that's not a great idea. Maybe we should let people get into the industry early. And that's not to say eighteen year olds are going to be operating, um, you know, fifty three footers driving cross country, but to get into a company to be able to get experience behind the wheel do a little bit of driving i think you know uh college can be so incredibly expensive um and, and, and the debt could be so burdensome. And, and, and that's fine for people who have, a, a, you know, this academic pathway or, or who know really what they want to do. You know, maybe they want to go into finance or, or become a doctor or some professional like that. But there are so many, you know, blue collar professionals that are needed. Um, there are so many truck drivers that are needed. And maybe if that's more your skill set, that's something you should start thinking about in high school. Um, because right out of high school, all of a sudden, there will be classes for you um, to get your CDL. There will be companies looking to bring you on as an apprentice. Uh, and I think it's something you really should consider if, if, if you think that's a better fit for you. So I, I, I think what's so interesting about trucking right now is we're getting it from both angles. We're getting the career change, and we're also getting the um, first primary career straight out of high school and spend your whole life there.
0: Yeah. And you hit some really good points there, Zach. So I'm, I'm super close um, with Shelly Walker with the Women's Trucking Mm -hmm. Federation of Canada. So shout out to Shelly and totally agree. And it's interesting. So the, I think a lot of times when people think trucking, they think, well, I don't want to be on the road for a month at a time. And it's not really trucking anymore. Like, yeah, that still mm-hmm. exists. Long haul absolutely still exists. And I have world of respect. Like, my father-in-law, actually, he was here last night for two and a half hours for dinner, took a shower. Then he's back on the highway. Like, he's he's a champ, incredible guy. All the respect for him and love for him because I'm like, man, like, and he's been doing it almost as long as I've been alive. So, 32 years, he told me last night. Wow. And, yeah. Like literally my sister-in-law was in the womb when he first got his class. We call it class one here. So it was like, wow. Okay. Like there's a lot of history there and we were talking different carriers he works for that I work closely with. And it's like, wow. Okay. That's pretty cool. But you're right. So if it's a second career, you don't have to think of it as I don't want to be gone forever because there's so many components of industry mm-hmm. and honestly, e-commerce and distribution center models is booming where yep. it's like, well, major retailers are now realizing you actually make more money doing closer hauls. Cause you can get more done than just one truck being gone for weeks at a time. So that's really key. But also I like that you went to the high school components too, because my, uh, my he's now 12, but his name's Avery, my son, he'll join me sometimes and we do something called a youthful take. And it's youthful take on transportation where I'm like, whatever he wants to learn. As long as he's, he remains interested, I'll keep investing time into it where I'm like, what does a now 12 year old need to understand about transportation so he can mm-hmm. communicate that to his friends? Because you're right. I don't think like I didn't go to university until I was 28. And that's when I went for my health and safety designation. So to me, it just wasn't in the cards. And I'm like, okay, so I started working basically when I was 14. So that's what I knew. That's what I did. And then you yeah. have to get through life. So it's like, Okay. But that's exactly how I entered the industry. So it's like, okay, so there's a lot there. So I'm glad you unraveled that. And I just think that's key. So the, um, so something, again, I like the enthusiasm that you bring, but I also like the impact that you bring. I like the fact that you're not afraid to show up because I think there's a lot of, Again, when everything's virtual, there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there that are really fast to type something and Mm -hmm. it could, we'll stay in the positive lens, but it's nice that you're here, you're visible, you're a very consistent voice for the industry. So a question that I often like to ask is, do you think about the impact that you're having in the form of a legacy? Zach Miller shows up to an event, virtual or in person, Zach Miller leaves. Do you think about the impact that you're having on the people that you're interacting with? Um,
1: that's such a fascinating question. Um, y- yes, I do, but that's like the, um, I'll, I'll give you an example, right? And this is, and this actually came up on my Facebook timeline. Cause this was like, like the four year anniversary of it. Um, there was, um, in, in New York city, there's this major, oh, Highway that's a huge freight corridor called the the BQE the Brooklyn Queens Expressway and it's in uh, pretty bad shape and it needs massive massive repairs. Now, as I mentioned earlier, um you know there are forces in New York City that really don't like trucks and really would like you know not to invest money in a major freight corridor. They want to put it for other things, which I understand. But again, the freight has to move. So if you want to do something else with it, God bless, find another freight highway. But you have to have something. Um, And so there was a rally Uh, a lot of politicians had a rally because they wanted to get, it's this whole big New York political thing, but they needed to get a certain level of financing to do some work. Okay. They invited the trucking association. This was last minute. So the actual trucking association employees couldn't come down from Albany. So they had me do it. And it was like, um, you had these politicians, and you had the DOT commissioner, and you had all that, and they were they were just really happy I was there representing them, and 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 you know I had a nice chat with the DOT commissioner, and and you know it was like oh he's the trucking guy he's he speaks for trucking, and like that felt really cool, you know like that was a really cool feeling, and I, I think it's something like that too. It, it, you know when I mentioned him oh well he's on the board he shows up he goes to these events and networks and. And and he shows up and he's there and like okay well it's nice to see trucking involved I think they like that you know we're a little bit younger um, I I I think that goes a long way I I think that it's really important and of course you know New York City so you have a, an ambulance going by but 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 I think it it is important to be visible and I do think legacy I, I love the way you phrase that but for anybody. I, I think that you need to be cognizant of how your actions reflect on the industry. That's really important because I can tell you when we first started all the way back, when we first started trucks.com, I would put things on Twitter that I definitely regret putting them on Twitter now, um, being more abrasive than I really should have been, being more obnoxious than I should have been. Um, that doesn't look good on trucking. It doesn't look good on me personally, but forget about me for a second. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't tweeting under Zach Miller. I was tweeting under New York truck stop. Um, and that's a bad look. Uh, and I'm glad I haven't done that in a while. And you look, we all make mistakes and we learn from them, but, but that's something I would, I would definitely have people be cognizant about. Be careful what you're posting. Um, it's not just you, it's your company and it's your industry. And, um, and, and, and people remember the negatives much more than the positives, unfortunately. But that's something you have to be cognizant of. Yes,
0: that's a solid answer. And I appreciate the backstory too, because I think for you as a professional, but also being the face of an association Mm -hmm. and being a face really of the industry in that moment, that is a huge opportunity. Some could consider that a scary burden carry, but it's nice for you to say, no, I owned it. And it was nice having this conversation and being recognized because I think part of our journey, like, I think you don't want to. Well, every day matters. Every day has to count. And I think I think more and more of those type of things just empower you to show up. And you're right. Like no one's perfect, and I don't think it's about perfect, but it is being mindful of. Okay, well, who am I today, and how am I representing what I actually care about? And that's the space that I try and live in, where it's the intentionality. So I think your answer though was rock solid. I appreciate you sharing that. Exactly.
1: Oh yeah. No, absolutely. It's it, it really is a good question. Um, and certainly, I, I you know I'd love to have the. Uh, um, you know, like the, the the superstar Michael Jordan entrance, where it's just like, oh, look who's in the house now. But but let's be honest, we're talking about trucking and media here, so maybe maybe, maybe that's not exactly in the cards. But oh, that would be great. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> what is my theme song? Hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. So, but honestly, Zach, I'm just super grateful that you took the time to hop on the podcast and just a really, I'm an advocate for what you're doing because it's nice, like-minded. Man, we are miles and mm-hmm. or kilometers, depending who's listening apart. <laughs> and I think it's awesome. So as we just come to a close, were there any final thoughts that you wanted to share as well as just tell our listeners again where they need to go so they can check out Truck Tractor Trailer
1: as well as obviously the stream platform. So definitely. So, just check out trucktractortrailer.com. Um the podcasts are under the fast lane section. You could always go to YouTube um and hit up um stream channel on YouTube and of course please be sure to subscribe. Um you know, last thoughts, I I, I think um it, it would be it would be this. It's the, the, the there's a lot of um you know, discourse and disconnect in, in the world right now um, on so many different fronts, but there's a lot of humanity too. Um, and what's cool about trucking is you see trucking sort of bridge that gap. Anytime there's a disaster, you see the truckers are the first, you know, to go and, and supply it. I mean, you know, who who actually brought the vaccines during the pandemic and, and the PPA and all that stuff. So I, I, I think that, you know, it, it's so easy to get depressed and discouraged um, when when you read the news, but but there are so many points of of optimism and and things to be prideful of. And and I and I would say don't don't get yourself down too much. Uh, look look for the positives. Look, look look for you know people that are that are really doing amazing work out there. And 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 you know keep going and and take pride in what you do. And 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 I think you know that mindset should carry you forward. Powerful. Completely agree.
0: And just yeah, I'm super grateful, man. Honestly, you're you're a genuine leader and I really value that. And I'm Thank just, you. absolutely, man. And I'm just, yeah, super grateful that you took the time. Obviously it's a Saturday morning, as we can see, it's the sun, it's beautiful, <laughs> maybe a little cold, but I do appreciate your time. And yeah, obviously to our listeners, highly recommend that you check out Zach Miller, make sure that you visit him. If it's structureactivetrailer.com, it's hopping on YouTube and checking out stream. And if you're cool with it, Zach, I can include your uh, LinkedIn profile too, when I send this out. So yes, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Make sure you connect because yeah, Zach's a great guy. Really. He cares about the industry as you can hear for the last <laughs> half an hour. So appreciate it. But yeah, thank you so much again, Zach. Really appreciate your time today. This was awesome. Oh, thanks, Josh. I had a great time. Good. Okay. Have a good rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. You too. Thanks. Bye. Zach, man, honestly, thank you so much for hopping onto the podcast today, but also for all of the encouragement that you shared during our interview, but all the opportunities that are available in the transportation industry. So just super grateful. Huge shout out to trucktractortrailer.com. Your platform is a game changer. Your relationships is just incredible. And again, thank you so much to Stream. So I highly recommend that you check out trucktractortrailer.com. If you're looking to buy or sell a commercial vehicle, but also subscribe to the Stream platform, I've included the links for all of it in the the show notes below. So again, if this is the first time you've ever checked out a truck-focused podcast, I really welcome you to our community. And I just want to continue to say thank you so much for hopping on, as well as to our dedicated listeners. I'm just so grateful for your investment of time and the fact that you keep coming back. I think that's super awesome. So as always, let's create a pivotal impact. Well, friends, that's all for today's episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen, as I hope today's episode brought amazing value for you. If this is the first time that you've ever listened to the Truck Focus podcast, I just wanted to say thanks. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast channel to ensure you're notified of all of our upcoming episodes. To all of our dedicated listeners, thank you. This journey has been incredible so far, and it honestly is because of all of your support and encouragement that you've shown along the way. And as I like to say, the greater the following, the greater the impact. And because of you, our impact is growing across the transportation sector. As always, if you found value in today's episode, I do encourage you to share with others in your network that you believe would receive value from listening. Your support means so much. So the Truck Focus podcast is brought to you by Pivotal Transportation Industry Solutions, a company focused on connecting transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. To learn more about the Truck Focus podcast, please visit the show notes. You can connect with us on social, visit our website, sign up to our monthly newsletter, and so much more. If you do happen to visit our website, I encourage you to check out the Truck Focus blog, learn more about our industry strategic partners, view our online training and more. Furthermore, if you have a question or a topic that you would like to be discussed or reviewed in a future episode, feel free to send me an email. I've I've also included my email in the show notes. So I just wanted to say thank you so much again for taking the time to listen to the Truck Focus podcast, where again, our goal is simple. We want to connect industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. I hope you have a safe day and let's create a pivotal impact.